Um, yeah, we're just talking about good old-fashioned work, Joel. Do you want to do a test? This is a little bit of a different mic. So you like yeah. my color coordination yeah. here? He's like, got the red. I got the, I got the blue. You, yeah. I mean, unfortunately, I don't have a yellow uh, microphone cover but That's you know okay. what the listeners but can't see it it's so. like it's black and yellow it's like pittsburgh black Steelers. And yellow black and yellow <laughs> that song uh all right let's do a little bit of testing so john you want to go first yeah i can't hear anything out of my speakers why do, why do i have these what is oh, wait, hold on hold on uh yep. can you hear now yep. um yes yo yes. i i was testing very, them early yeah I, I guess i can it's just very odd why is it I feel what? like mine went up. Yours went up? <laughs> no, I think maybe. I think all of them did because mine did, went up a little did, bit. Did, okay. Hold on, hold on. That's weird. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I haven't tested all all yep. this stuff yet. Mm -hmm. So can you? Yeah, hear? I'm, I'm testing. Yeah, I can hear. Can I you can hear, hear this? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like rain. Is that it's, applause? It's applause? Yeah. Yes. Uh huh. I heard that. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it sounded like rain to me. Yeah. Um, Do you have a laugh track on there? Yeah. Let's hear it. <laughs> I do, but it's not on here actually. Oh. Um, but so what do you have preloaded? Let's hear them all. Well, so I have the intro, and I had the backing, which we'll play here, and then I got the the video clip that Bethany took of me. I put on here for this particular episode, anyways. So, okay. um, yeah. So hopefully, this recorder does not crap out on me like it did at the huddle because I played, I, I recorded at the huddle and had another like little microphone that like clipped into your shirt yeah. and it just went off. And then in the part of the huddle, were you there? Yeah, you were there, John. I can't remember when you were there. Just messed up. Well, the last week you weren't, so. I know. But Scott, you know, remember, he's like, you know, you want me to record this? I'm like, I thought it was recording. And so, uh, it, it, so it shut off. I'm like, well, maybe it just stalled and I hit the wrong button. Well, I, I recorded it. He put the mic on his thing. And then, you know, 10 minutes later... I see Scott and he has it off. I'm like, oh crap, it probably, it, it probably turned off in the middle of it. And, and then I looked at both of the recordings and it, both of them ended at a minute and a half. And so I don't know if it was just bad batteries. I don't know. So hopefully this records, I have it plugged in and I have new batteries in the thing. So it should be fine. We'll see how it goes, but I'm right. excited to show you guys all the bells and whistles on this thing. Is this what we're paying attention to? See if it's recording because if that turns off. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I, if it uh, if this all light goes off, yeah, that probably means it's uh, off. So, okay. yeah. So you guys ready to do this? Mm -hmm. All right, yeah. Johnny Boy, hit the music. Okay, you don't really have to. Okay, it's C. All right. So hit the music, Johnny Boy. No, it's C, John. <laughs> All right. What is up, everybody? This is the Wrestling With God podcast, where we have real talk, interesting questions, and true discipleship. I am one of the hosts, Curious Clark. I am Jonathan Helling. And, and I'm Joel Erickson. Hold on. Let me turn this 
soundboard yeah. down. We got a new recorder for you guys, and we're using it. But we are not professional theologians or biblical scholars, but we are three ordinary guys who want to learn and grow from an extraordinary Bible. And the band is back together after three weeks. We had John. You took off last week. Yeah, and yeah how, I did. And how was... Uh, how was Swing Shift? Did you miss it? Do you miss it? I do. I, oh, I miss the people. I really like our Swing Shift that I work with. Yeah. Um, we play the music still. It's a big Yeah, we play. Well, I story. mean, we look. And then make sure you got your your <laughs> yeah. mouth to the mic. All right. Talking, all right. All right. Um, so, um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed working with our, our, our singing people and hanging out for them with them on a week. I could do without the schedule. I'm not a big yeah. night person. I pretty much shut down after like nine o'clock so so i had to caffeinate quite heavily and this is not yeah not, not great at late at night which meant i wasn't sleeping very well my body didn't like the adjustment but other than that i just had a great time you know so, did you work out at all you know I you did, didn't I, wake up at five in the morning and I, uh, go work out for I, two hours i did one day i admit one day that after that i was like nah <laughs> well, because I, I slept in, and then once once my daughter's up, right, you can't leave the house when you yeah, have a three-year-old yeah. that's like playing now, with me. Now, so. let's, let's be real, John. What's did up? you, how late did you sleep in? I'm going to guess, I'm going to guess eight. It was, yeah, that's about right. Whenever my daughter wakes up, because I would like, um, I would sleep, I was sleeping on the couch, not because I was in trouble, but because I didn't <laughs> want to wake my wife up when She's I got She's like, home. you're going on yeah. swing shift and leaving me with yeah Equatorial so, so I was trying to be nice and, and and not wake her up um and so I'd sleep uh, on the couch but once my daughter woke up you know she would run out to the and that was usually around 7 30 or 8 o'clock so hmm yeah that sounds cool yeah well we missed you last week Joel, yeah. Joel and I we yeah. had a great conversation about my wonderful presentation that I gave at the huddle that totally flopped no uh, it, it was good well it, uh, it, it stirred up controversy and it, so, it really yeah, did yeah. it did oh, I, I missed controversy oh, well man. i i basically made the statement that i don't believe that you have to be friends with somebody for years on end to share the gospel with them and so that was kind of the big thing and then i shared a ray comfort video of him evangelizing to this one kid and uh the kid like you can see immediately yeah, he went from just la la la, I'm spiritual. There's just this like being up in the sky that, you know, we just kind of worship or whatnot. And then you can see kind of the change in his eyes now realizing the gospel. And, and so, but I guess maybe some people took away that I was trying to say, hey, go out on the streets and evangelize, which is wasn't my main point. My main point was to, you know, that we have to use words to share the gospel, not just live our lives, but we actually use words as well. And so that was kind of the whole point, but it got uh, misinterpreted, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And then, so Joel and I talked about evangelism and we talked about, you know, just, uh, the objections against universalism and, and all that. And so we, I don't know, we had a good discussion, didn't we? Yeah, it was, I thought it was really good. Yeah. Yeah. There was, I'm sorry. I missed that. That yeah, sounds well, interesting. Well, guess what, John, What's in that? like a month, you can listen to it on the podcast. Oh. Guess, guess what? Right. You're not on the podcast. And so you're not going to be able 
able to hear oh, your that's, voice. That's that's right. That's right. I could I could listen to that episode. Yeah, and then you can listen and you can listen to the huddle that I so wonderfully oh. did. And I think I've got the tippy top of huddles that gotta go back and do it again. So, I mean, let's just say it was a learning experience, and that I'm gonna do a better job at presenting the text because I think you know from you know Scott you know lovingly said hey you know I think you missed the mark on the text and that um, you kind of inserted your own um, just kind of niche for evangelism in there which is true and so I took that to heart and I'm like you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna get better at knowing the text better around it rather yeah. than or insert my like little I don't know what you call them uh, just little well, I love the, I love the humility on that. That's great on you that yeah. you just well thanks. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. So you guys want to just experiment with this recorder for like yeah. a yeah, few minutes? Yeah. I mean, it. it's awesome. All right, so we I'm have lost. a sound pad. You guys heard the music. This is probably the first time you heard the music mm-hmm. for yeah. it. So that's the intro it's music. Very and so you know, guys. I mean, applaud me. Applaud. Yes. Yes. yes, yes. His, applaud his, uh, me. Applause. Huddle. Uh huh. Yep. Well, no, <laughs> not is. the huddle. Then, hey, guys, stop, stop. Okay. <laughs> no, right. seriously, seriously. Yeah. yeah, seriously. All right. Thank you, crowd. All right. Um, no. So yeah, you got the sound pad. So A is the applause. B. Mm-hmm. It, I'll I'll share with you in a moment what B is. Then you have the C, and then the, which is the intro, and then the D is the outro music that we'll play at the end. Okay. But, uh, so I did something really brave this week, guys, and obviously you guys saw it in the notes. Yeah. Um, yep. But I, you know, my 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 wife and I were talking, and I was like, you know what, we should just give up TV for a week. Mm. Have you guys ever given up TV for a week? Yeah. I, you I don't. Have? Yeah. I don't uh-huh. think I ever have intentionally. I've been in circumstances where I didn't have access to a tv and so but it's not like something i voluntarily turned it off while i had one in front of me kind of a thing yeah yeah i'm yeah. gonna i'm gonna join joel now i sounded like i was like <laughs> i have like self-control no I, I i was forced to be without tv for <laughs> for quite some time before, yeah but i know years ago bethany and i gave up tv and and for a year we didn't even have internet but we still watched movies and stuff on dvd and whatnot but I just thought this week I am going to give up TV because I really want to see, oh, you know, because I don't want to live my life in somebody else's shoes. If that makes sense. I don't want to just stick my head to the screen, watch 600 pound life over and over again and hear, you know, food won't judge me. You know, food's always there for you. I wish I had a video clip of it. It's really great. I wish you didn't. Why? (laughs) But so I'm just giving you the context before I play this video. So Sunday was the first day and I didn't have any entertainment. Uh, I was just doing little stuff around the house. Mm -hmm. And um, at the end of the day, and Bethany's reading this leadership book for the staff meeting, and she read this part on basically that, you know, you shouldn't put ministry above your marriage. And she was really convicted by that because she feels that she has 
oftentimes put the ministry that she does with the connections here at the church and uh, meeting with people for coffee and, you know, d- doing all these little things. She often feels like she's put that above me and the family. And so she was really convicted about it. And she was talking to me about it. And while she was talking to me about it, I was searching on my phone for like a sound bar because I can play sounds from my phone too. And, uh, and this, and this is what happened. So hopefully this, uh, this works, but just take a listen to this guys. A chapter in a book on romance (laughs) and marriage and prioritizing intimacy. And you're sitting there. (laughs) (laughs) I've never been so in love with you. You know, yeah. it doesn't matter how old you get, yeah, you a guy fantastic. still appreciates yeah. a good fart. I mean, a good <laughs> fart sound. I mean, it doesn't matter how old. It's just mm. great. So all the like, usually all the dopamine that gets hit at me with watching TV got hit in that moment when I was mm. pressing those fart <laughs> button noises. <laughs> oh, uh, but we got a special guest on today. Maybe we'll see. But guess what? Here's another cool thing about this recorder, right? So I am going to call the wife, and uh, we are going to chat with her real fast here. All right, let's see if this works. Hello? Hello. What's up? Uh, You got my text messages? Uh, text messages. <laughs> uh, yeah, he said, hey, ask John if he's coming to the support coach training on Sunday. Are you coming to the support coach training, John? Well, now I have to because we're on the podcast. <laughs> and ask him if the ladies at the church can set up a meal train for them when the baby comes. And I have follow-up questions if he says yes. Okay. So, are you going to say yes? And if so, Bethany has follow-up questions for you. Yes. All right. So, Bethany, you're on the podcast. John can hear you. He can, you, you can hear him, right? Yeah, yeah. I can hear you great. Um, but I don't know that that information should be public. Oh, yeah, I guess not. Okay, well, we'll... <laughs> And here's the email addresses I need and the phone numbers and the social security numbers. Um, Okay, well, we'll figure all that out later. But, hey, we're on the podcast, and I was telling them about uh, the fart thing that happened on Sunday night uh, and Uh tell them why I was just so, uh, you know, funny and laughing so hard. You were so funny? (laughs) I was funny. Wasn't I funny, guys? You guys laughed. I, I think it was actually your wife's reaction to you that made me laugh. I, I think See, was, I'm funny. I keep telling you, I'm funny. Okay, what were you saying, Joel? No, I, I think my laugh was just more of like a laughing at Clark kind of a... Wow. Yeah. wow. Okay. I see how the tides have turned here. Nice. You see, you guys are just chicken because my wife is on and now you don't want to get in any, any, any trouble. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Hey, I need to turn the game up for you. Uh, you know, so do you like 
not having the TV on? Like, do you still like that? It's been mostly nice. Um, I was pretty wiped out today, so I just let them watch Bubble Guppies on the other TV for an hour. Uh-huh. But other than that, it's been really great. It's actually been All really, right, really that's good. Fine. That's fine. Yep. So, do you have any words of wisdom for the show? What's your topic? I well, I don't, I don't know. I mean, well, I do know, but uh, I, it, I mean, we're on the subject of the woman at the well when uh, she goes into the town and witnesses to people, and then the disciples are like, "Here, eat something, Jesus." And Jesus says, "I have food that you do not know about, and the foods to do with the will of my Father." Yada yada yada. That's the passage we're on. Oh wow. Um, yeah, that's some pretty deep stuff that you kind of have to research on. Well, we don't research. We're not professional theologians or biblical <laughs> scholars. We're just ordinary guys learning extraordinary Bible. I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> that is super special. Um, okay, then I will just give very general wisdom that I've been giving out a lot lately. And that is that if you are going to be reading the Bible, a lot of people say you need to set a time time and make sure that you can really focus and get into it and really spend a long time at it and i think for most people that's not realistic and that's why a lot of people have not read the bible through Mm -hmm. so just learn to do it with distraction there's so much we do with distraction like you would read a news article while you're distracted why not read the bible or go on tiktok you know and watch tiktok for 10 minutes while you're distracted or you know i mean i'm not pointing fingers or anything i'm I'm not you know i can't Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know what at least i have a timer set on it that's true you do a 45 minute timer which you could watch a one episode of um thousand pound sisters with that timer on Oh boy! <laughs> Why don't I choose that? Yeah. It's a lot better time, you know. I mean, they they have fart jokes and stuff on there, which is great, you know. All right, for well, you. Yeah. Well. Anyways, well, thank you for being a guest on the show. Just want to show the guys this cool new phone gadget idea, and so uh, or this new phone call. I think we should call Scott next. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, all right. Well, we'll let you go. Have fun with kids. Okay, make some prank calls for me. Ooh, dude, that'd be kind of fun. <laughs> all right. Well, all I'll, right. I'll see you in a few hours or f- hour or whatever it is. Bye, team. Bye, bye. See, isn't that awesome? That is pretty cool. I mean, it, it really is. Mm-hmm. And listen, I mean, you could even do this. Okay, so I want to uh, play, you know, part of a podcast that I listen to. So, you know, I could go in here and in boom. In a world where we have so many choices. Yeah, so we could just like to listen to someone else's podcast and comment about it. <laughs> we really could. It's not a bad idea. It's like, not bad. Like a good podcast. A good podcast. And then <laughs> we could just and then be commentators <laughs> of other podcasts. Podcast exception here. (laughs) Has there ever been a podcast that has been a commentator of other podcasts? I don't think so. We could be that niche. I think there is. It's not that much of an original idea, so I think somebody probably already did it. Well, I don't care what you think, Joel. (laughs) But yeah, it's really cool. See, and then here, I mean, and then we'll go into today's text. I just, I really 
like this thing you have this uh so you got meme sound effects and there may be a stupid little uh da, 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 whatever on there oh come on you know how when you, they're like wanting you to pay and you have to listen to the stupid commercials and you don't even know what the commercials are about they're just so stupid but not now okay so you know when it see there's another fart one let's see here there was one no oh my goodness another commercial see that's the problem with these my name is jeff my name is jeff my name is jeff my name is jeff and do you get Huh? Do you ever listen to NPR or not? Not, you know, not necessarily NPR. Do you ever listen to radio newscast? Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I thought I've been the wrong one. No, I don't. Okay, I've heard about it though. Uh, oh man, uh, there was one on here that was kind of funny, but I don't know where it's at. Anyways, yeah, super cool little recorder thing. And I got to say, I'm pretty impressed with it. And it hasn't shut off in the 20 minutes. So that's awesome. So anyways, uh, let's dive into today's text. Hey, Joel, you want to read today's text? And then we can just kind of go over uh, whatever we're going over. I know we're, we're going over John 4, and we're going over... 31 to 38? Yep. Yep, 31 to 38. Okay. I think, well, I mean, honestly, we go... Did he go to the end of... Nope. That, no, he didn't? Okay. I didn't know if he did or not. Um, yeah. So, you want to do through 38? Yeah. Joel? Yeah. Uh, All right. Okay. So, yeah, John 4, 31 through 38. Meanwhile, the disciples were urging him, saying... Rabbi, eat. But he said to them, I have food to eat that you do not know about. So the disciples said to one another, has anyone brought him something to eat? Jesus said to them, my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to accomplish his work. Do you not say there are four months, there are yet four months, then comes the harvest. Look, I tell you, lift up your eyes and see that the fields are white for harvest. Already the one who reaps is receiving wages and gathering fruit for eternal life so that sower and reaper may rejoice together. For here the saying holds true, one sows and another reaps. I sent you to reap that which, that for which you did not labor. Others have labored and you have entered into their labor. Nice. So what did you guys get from this passage? Like, you know, when Scott was doing the huddle, and he had the questions, you know, what kind of, what kind of stuff that did you guys gather from on it? You know, I know for myself when it says, I tell you, lift up your eyes and see that the fields are white for harvest. I really liked, uh, one of the guys, uh, Royce, I believe that said that white, you know, when you go into these different cultures that they wear, um, you know, they, they you know, different cultures wear different things. I mean, it's just naturally how, things are um, we dress differently than we would with people in hollywood you look on the red carpet and they're gonna have you know feathers up to the sky and you know look like a peacock or something but over here we don't you know we don't wear all that or but you know other cultures 
you could signify people by kind of what they wear. And so what he was saying is that, you know, these people, I believe he said they wore white. And so when the woman was telling them, Hey, you know, I'm, I've, I've, think I met the Messiah come to see if that's true. Uh, all these people are running to Jesus and see him for themselves. And so that's when he says, you know, look at the fields, they're white for harvest. That's what Jesus is referencing that the people are coming to him and that they're going to reap eternal life from it. So that's something that I thought that was pretty cool. Cause I was like dragging my head around it a little bit. I'm like, well, it doesn't feel white for harvest all the time here. Sometimes I feel like we're in a culture right now where just people are just, um, you know, not partaking to Christianity. Like they just, they're just, you know, it's just, everything's like clash sometimes. I don't, I don't know. I'm babbling on right now. So, huh. well, interesting yeah. thoughts. Well, well, yeah. And maybe I, I'm just speculating that maybe what Jesus was saying is, Hey, there's work that needs to be done. Kind of like if, a, you know, back in, I mean, we're, we're pretty, uh, we are in the, the, an agricultural area, right? We have, yeah. we don't have to go too far. We can see fields and right. But, um, I mean, back then, you know, when you, when you look at a field and it's like, okay, it's ready to, to harvest is time to get to work. You can't like bring out your combine or something and your combine. And, <laughs> What's a combine? Oh, you don't know what a combine? Is? No, I don't. Oh, okay. Well, it's like a, it's like a tractor that harvests, uh, Harvest grain and and processes or not processes, oh, okay. but well, all you had to do is say okay. tractor, Joel. Okay. I mean, yeah. it's that okay. simple. Sorry, I I didn't know combine was such a, a technical term, but um, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, so yeah. Listen, I'm not good with words, <laughs> okay. Joel. Okay. So yeah, back back in the back in like Jesus day, you didn't like pull out the tractor and do your work with you know. It took a lot of people and, and it took a lot of work. The heart to harvest a field and yeah so maybe it's just it's not so much about i mean it is in one sense reaping or reaping what is is ready to harvest but it's also just hey you guys need to get out in the field and start working it's mm. it's not so much like oh hey we're gonna go get the grain it's just like yeah go do what well, you're to go do the work that um when Jesus said, my, my food is to do the will of him who sent me and accomplish his work. So, yeah, yeah, it's just like, hey, get to work. Hmm. I need to have a cricket sound. <laughs> and, you know, John just looks at you and stares at you blankly. And I, I, I'm waiting for him to I'm, talk. And I'm just, listening. Usually a you, you listened and there was like a five thoughts. second. Oh, pause. I didn't know if I was supposed to speak immediately. I looked at you. I, I was looking like, for a prompt or something. Uh, like. Do you want me to, you know... Yeah. All right, John, there's your prompt. John, what? Hey, hey, think, audience, welcome out John here. Yeah. I don't clap, think, I, clap, I don't think applause is the best idea. Um, no, I, I, I think I have two takeaways that I got from, from, okay. from yeah. listening to Let's Scott. Hear it. I want to um, hear it. The first one is I loved Scott's tangent, and I would, I'm going to call it a tangent. On food. Well, it, it was about food, but not food. Like, oh, it, okay. it, I mean, he kind of, he kind of took it a little bit off of like, you know, how we just seem to always, our, our minds are always focused on something earthbound or something mm, earthly, yeah. right? So the, the, the disciples were kind of sitting there they're like, okay, he, you know, Jesus is, is saying that I have, you know, that I have food to eat and, uh, and he's, 
you know, and then the disciples are like, well, who, who gave them food, right? Their, their minds are, are literally on the physical and, and, you know, and I like Pastor Scott's ideas. Our minds are, are, are consistently on like, you know, where's our, where, how we're going to get money, how we're going to get food, how we're going right. to get these things. Mm-hmm. And we make these things utmost importance. And I just liked how, um, um, well, let me move on. So <laughs> I don't know where I was going to go the rest of that statement. But the second thing that I that I really liked is I almost feel, I really feel Jesus' excitement there. And he's trying to show the disciples, it's like, look, look, look around you. It's like, here's the work. Here's the will of the Father. Here's the work of the Father. And and I think that there there's something that we can take from that is that as we go, every anywhere we go as, as men, as stewards of mm-hmm. the garden, right? Anywhere that we go out in, it, it can be work, it could be to our families or, or just out shopping, right? We the, the the fields are ripe for harvest, right? There are people there that that we can love. There are people there that we can support and and provide safety to, and and to share the gospel and yeah. and all these things. And 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 you know, we don't have to wait for some magic moment, right? Yeah. And I really like what um, was said too that uh, you know this woman had a horrible reputation with the people in her town so much so that she felt shame with being around people and went to draw water alone Mm. but yet she went and told people about him without having any theological background training or anything and what's shocking too is that here's the disciples that have been with them for I, i don't know how long at this point maybe months and she did more work for the kingdom of God and the, that few hour interaction with mm. Jesus and going to the town than those disciples had with spending months with Jesus and going to the town to get food. Mm-hmm. Isn't, I mean, it, it just, it blows my mind because I think sometimes as older believers, you know, we've been walking with Jesus for years. We get kind of suck into this trap of, you know, it's just me, Jesus. I'm going to stick with my posses. You know, you had Jesus's disciples are like, yeah, we're just going to stick with them and Jesus. Uh, but then when someone, you know, maybe new comes to the faith and then they're just so excited to know who Jesus is that they're going to tell everybody and they have that. And sometimes, and that's another thing to gain from the story is that, you know, something that we can learn about the women is to just get that excitement back to tell people about Christ. And, you know, not necessarily that you have to, you know, every single person that you meet, you, but at the same time, you, you want to be excited about, you know, letting people know, I am a follower of Jesus and here, here's the good news of the gospel. And so, yeah. Hey everybody! Welcome, Joel. Joel, yeah, you want see? Do, do you like that prompting? Yeah, that's really <laughs> yeah, that, that's nice. that's much better than uh, just asking questions or whatever. <laughs> I, I know, I know. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, okay, we can. Okay, but anyways, yeah, we could get maybe voiceover announcers to it's, instead of John and I like introducing ourselves just by you know I'm. Or we could get like uh, oh I, you know we get like uh that that ready to rumble guy or somebody like that are you <laughs> ready to rumble the rest of the day right. yeah. 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 yeah yeah we could do better <laughs> we could do yeah. better that's right we can do better i mean i could nope i don't want to hear another ad <laughs> no i i wasn't gonna play another ad john i mean what, what do you take me for 
I do love this thing. What in the world? Your question, John. What time do you usually have dinner? Allergies, likes, and dislikes? I, why? 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 Okay, whatever. Uh, Bethany sent me another text for the update for you, oh, and I looked at the okay. questions. You want me to just send nope. it to you now? Well, yeah, I, was, I thought you were going to say read it out loud. And just, I mean, I could read just, it out loud you if you want. Just, I mean, they're not that. They're, they're really not that personal. I mean, I I don't know what she had to be up her bonnet for. I mean, was, <laughs> well, should we should we move on to the discussion questions here? Yeah, you want to read the first discussion sure. question, John? Yeah, I would love to. Yay! Welcome, John. Welcome, hey, John. Thank you. Um, so we we had a series of, of questions that we asked each other each, each time at the huddle, and this is something that we can discuss yeah. together. And, and the, one of the first ones was let's talk about planting seeds. Let's share a story of planting okay. a seed in someone's life. Hmm. Yeah. Can I mention briefly though yeah. uh, a, a thing that I I, th- I thought was really helpful. Mm. So. You know, there's that verse that says, you know, in First Corinthians, you know, Paul waters, Apollos plants, but God does the growing. And I was thinking, because I mean, we're obviously we're talking about seeds and we're talking about crops here. And I was thinking about it because oftentimes we as Christians, we think of, well, you know what? God will just do it. He'll, he'll do all the work. I'm just going to sit back, lay back, do all that. And really, I don't see that quite well in the scriptures and I, I and so my wife she is planting a, mi- a million plants in our house right now in our bedroom thankfully they're all contained and they're not all over the place or anything uh, but what's interesting is is there you know in order for a plant to grow and produce fruit three things have to happen you have to plant it you have to water it and you have to have it have sunlight or in our case, what we're doing is have a fluorescent light, Mm -hmm. you know, give off fake sun pullers or whatever it is. And what's interesting is to grow a plant, you really have to have all three of those things. I mean, one of those things is out. You can't have it. And what's really awesome uh, about God and what's really just a paradox is you have this God who created everything and he's like, you know what? In order to have my kingdom come, I'm going to take sinful, rebellious man and I'm going to redeem them. You know, whoever believes me will have life. And then I'm going to have them have a purpose to be on mission for my kingdom. You know, I would think if I were God, and I know that's a dicey statement, but I'd be like, you know what, you guys, you don't know what you're doing. I'll just take care of it. I'll save, you know, I'll do all the work. But it's just so fascinating that he invites us to be on this kingdom building journey with him. And he, and, you know, we all have a part in it, you know, some plant, some water, but God does the growing and all three need to take place in it. And I, and so, you know, when we're talking about planting seeds, I mean, that's really, you know, it's a part of the growing and the, the, um, it's a part of the building the kingdom part and so yeah planting a seed though i can't think of one right off the pet top of my head what about you joel yeah i when we were discussing this at the at our table i i was kind of at a loss to to know exactly like where and when i might have ever planted a, a seed and maybe maybe it kind of 
maybe it was some unintentional thing that I didn't really make note of that mm -hmm. being like a planting a seed that, but yeah, I don't have like a, like step-by-step, step, like here's how you plant a seed in somebody's life kind of a thing. It, it's, <laughs> I, uh, so I, it, it was a little bit tricky for me to try and think of a particular, like, or hmm. like if I was going to say, okay, I'm like, I'm sitting and thinking and I'm going, I really need to plant a seed in Clark's life. And like, <laughs> how do I do that? I have no idea. I, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I was, yeah. we were talking with Bart at our table and he said, yeah, we kind of stayed in Moscow because of you or something along those lines. And it was because, you know, back in the day I used to do a podcast called the tales of paradise path. Did you know that John? No. So I, yeah. So that was a, my very first podcast. And then when COVID hit, I stopped doing it because people didn't want to meet and all that. So, but it was a test testimony podcast and so I had Bart on and I guess I was talking with him on it and I said something really impactful that is which is part of the reason or at least planted a seed in him to stay in Moscow now that's mm. but it's just and now that may not be like planting in the seed in the sense that um, he was you know away from God he was an atheist and and rebelling against God. And then I said something and he turned towards God and I didn't know it's not anything like that. He's already a believer, but, um, I planted a seed in, in that kind of aspect to where, and in that I didn't even know about. Mm. And so I almost honestly wonder Joel, cause we've done street evangelism before and we've talked to people about our faith and the gospel. It's like, I wonder how many of those people that we've either handed out tracks to, or we've talked to people about the gospel and shared the gospel and shared who Jesus was. You know, I know not all of them, you know, went away and believed in Jesus, but maybe some did that we don't even know about. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. Right. I mean, it's funny because you could say, you know, cause there could be some people that I did witness to that seem to take away like, wow, you know, there is, you know, eternal separation. Wow. There is this such thing as sin that I need to be reconciled to God. And, you know, and they were concerned. And, um, but, you know, I don't know, maybe they went away and like, ah, it's stupid, but maybe there was someone that I witnessed to handed out a track and they're like, at first they're, they said, no, I'm not, you know, that's stupid. That's stupid beliefs. But then they went home and they thought about it more and gave their lives over to Christ. So, yeah. I, you know, I, the spirit, the spirit blows where it wishes. You right. do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who's born of the spirit. I mean, that's just yeah. so. And it, cool. it's, it's interesting too, in, in the, in the scripture where Jesus is talking about the, the one who sows and the one who reaps and they're, um, talks, uh, talks about, you know, the one who reaps is receiving wages and gathering fruit. And it, it's kind of like he's, he's, he's drawing a distinction, like, probably the person that sows and the person that reaps is not the same person necessarily. Yeah. And so, I mean, obviously if they're both, they're both going to rejoice that, you know, if, if yeah. there's fruit to, if there's fruit to harvest, then they're both going to rejoice, but it's like two different yeah. people. And, and so, yeah, it's not maybe the even, and that reminded yeah. me of a story that I heard that there was this one guy that was like reaching out to this other guy and 
for years and years he reached out to him and you know was sharing the gospel and his faith and then one day he went to hang out with this other christian and he he shared the gospel with them and the guy's like i want to get you know i want to get saved and so that guy reaped what that other guy was sowing Mm, but yet they can both rejoice that that person came to know who jesus was and you know it's not a competition you know it's not like if you know you lead this many souls you're gonna get better rewards in heaven or have more favor with god than this person you know it's it's all a combined effort and a community to do this so what you got thoughts john you're there oh. shaking your head i don't i'm not listening. i'm not shaking my head i do have well, thoughts though okay you got um, thoughts All well right. and you'll you'll probably realize what book i'm reading and what i've been meditating on after i say this but um so i know where this question um came from right we're talking about seeds because well jesus is talking about a harvest and so you know you have to have seeds for a harvest yeah. but i wonder if the question should be when have you showed up to work Right. Yeah. Mm, okay. So when Ooh. have we as men, tenders of the garden, shown up uh-huh. and done what we are supposed to be doing, right? Yeah. In the, in the world, like we're supposed to be at work, and when when in people's lives have we shown up to work, and God has used us while we've showed up to work, and we may we, like we you know you guys have been talking about most of the time we'll never even know we've had that impact. No. But God knows, and He He sh- we showed up to work that day, and we did what we were intended to do, and what we were created to do, right? And then we went about our merry ways and, and yeah. forgot about it, and it had a large impact in people's lives. Yeah. Um. And I think if we keep that in mind as we go out about our our lives, and you know, we're worrying about you know, we're just going to work or something like that, and if we're just just being willing to show show up to work, mm. do what we were built for. Yeah. And I think that's what Jesus is trying to say to the disciples. It's just like, look, look around you. What you what you were made for mm-hmm. is ripe for harvest. Now go mm-hmm. out and 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 reap it. Yeah. Hmm. Um. Yeah, that's really good. I wonder what book you were reading yeah. there, John. So, it, so listeners or my mom, you know. <laughs> hey, mom. Hey, mom. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so we're going to be doing the men's, uh, the men we need Mm -hmm. and what's really cool. So I think in a few weeks we're going to take a step back or not a step back, but just kind of like a break from, you know, going through John, like we're doing in the huddle and Mm -hmm. we're just going to talk about you know yeah, what but, we're learning yeah. because it, it's just i mean you've read a lot or well, yeah. listened to a lot of it you know i oh i have i'm sorry john i'm sorry i have to do this to you because you know i know you just love audiobooks and i, I know do. and i know I that do. you just i know that for whatever reason you, you really like this guy Dawkins was not amused by such oh, put-downs. <laughs> From a Freudian slip to a wish for judgment slip. upon the cheats. <laughs> was that like an AI voice? Or no, an that's a, that was a real person yeah. reading a book like uh, the whole time. And it was a really good book. Um, wasn't that the, um, it was uh, the cross, cross-examination, right? Like the, no, no, no. no, no, no. no. It's it a Frank Turk guy. 
Frank Turner. Yeah, he's stealing from God. Stealing from God. But isn't that the, he has like a whole, like, like a program called like cross-examination. Yeah, or yeah, he yeah. has a podcast. Where he goes, and, and he actually, I really enjoy like watching him on YouTube. But I that's think, not you know? Frank Turk. But it's not Frank Turk's voice. And so the guy that they chose to read this book sounds like one of those like, if you often blunder into the right <laughs> by borrowing from assumptions <laughs> that are not logically deduced from their... Yeah, that, that totally sounds Would you like... you love art, to hear yeah. eight hours of Arti- that, Joel? Like artificially generated yeah. voice, the not, right. not an actual person. It it sounds, how do you... Like if I'm a... If I'm a secular person and I'm re- how, I don't see how my hackles aren't up immediately when I'm like okay so this person's attacking me I mean doesn't <laughs> this guy sound like own worldview you, you know the the uh, political ads were like and so and yeah, so that's what I was, this. Yeah. <laughs> I was <laughs> thinking of Parks and Recreation when yeah. he's like Bobby Newport <laughs> <laughs> I I was reminded of like when you click on a YouTube video about real estate investing or something oh, and yeah. oh, okay. here are the five ways you can earn a profit in real estate <laughs> and it's I mean, not, yeah it, dude it, it, just, it does sound robotic yeah. and I did not listen to that audio book oh, because I was like, I, I can't do this. I, I mean, I cannot. I just, I can't. I'm sorry. Here's how atheists steal from God. <laughs> <laughs> but see, the audio book that you're with, with the men we need, you have the actual author. Oh, and it's, he's, a, it's a brilliant. And he's yeah. awesome because he, you know. That's it, good. He, it's like he's talking to you, honestly. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. and, uh, Oh man, but what was I gonna? I was gonna say something. What you got any more? You, we here we go, on? everybody. Yeah. Here's yeah. Joel. Next yeah. question. Yeah. Are, we, are, are we still on the planting seed topic, or did we move on to other discussions? Did we move? Uh, I don't know. I don't I think, did, I think, we, did we move? Do, unless we have yeah. other. Boy, we're other really bad at this yeah. transitioning. <laughs> well, thing. if we other one has better. someone thoughts, I guess we can go. But we well, can go I'm to the next one. I'm trying to think. Oh, um, how I, I was gonna say. So yeah, in a few weeks we'll do the the men we need and go through that because I think it's an awesome topic for a discussion and. Um, but yeah, tending the garden. I think one of the you know good ways of tending the garden is to be at work for God's kingdom mm-hmm. and to show up. You know, one of the things you know, my wife she was just on uh, twenty minutes or so ago, and she gave a word of wisdom of you know read your Bible whenever you can. I mean, she's speaking mostly to moms because moms have a hard time with kids and everything to read. They, I mean, they think, you, ha- you know, I hate I hate those Facebook pictures where it's like, I'm reading my cup of coffee or I'm reading my Bible. And it's like this nice, like, sunrise <laughs> with the coffee and it's got the little leaf in the coffee. <laughs> and then it's just this picture perfect kind of thing. And, you know, honestly, with adult lives, that just rarely happens. And so if you're waiting for those moments, they 99% of the time will never come. But what she was saying was, is to read, you know, whenever. And so if you're someone either, you know, whether you work at home, you you can do that. But, you know, I would even say for people at work, you know, you're finding a hard time to read because maybe you go to work and then you go home, take care of the kids and then you go to bed. It's kind of hard to 
find time. But, you know, for me, what I do is I take my Bible at work and I read while I'm at work. And what's interesting is, is this has stirred up conversation with people just passing by in the lunchroom. Like today, I had, I, I was reading my Bible. This guy like walks past me. He's like looking at tables and then he looks at me and I, and I close and I close my Bible because I'm about to go get up from break mm-hmm. and go back to work. And he comes over and he's, I, I mean, I'm not even kidding you. He sits down basically right in front of me. And I, I, I at least knew he knew I was reading the Bible. I'm like, I wonder if he's a Christian. And so he's like, he asked me, he's like, what are you reading? And I'm like, uh, I'm reading the Bible. Uh, and I said, yeah, you know, I'm uh, in a men's Bible study and we're going through the book of John. So I'm just reading through John right now. And he's like, oh, I'm like, have you read John or the Bible before? He's like, yeah, I go to a, a Baptist church in Colfax. I'm like, oh, cool. And, uh, you know, that was the extent extent of it. But there's been other times at work where um, I literally brought my Bible there's these people that I worked with at the table because we took breaks at the same time. In my department, we don't take breaks at the same time because just the nature of the department. But um, there were a lot of my coworkers, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to sit down, open my Bible, start reading. I, I, I kid you not, when I did that, without saying anything, I, I, I mean, this is, all, this is all I did, John. <laughs> and I started reading. People started talking about religion and spirituality. I mean, I'm not even kidding. And like the one woman's like, well, you have to be in this place at this time to worship God. And other people are like, no. It, it, so, you know, doing that even plants a seed. It even planted a seed with my own life where my mom she uh, would read the Bible in the morning. And when I woke up, I would see her on the couch and her reading God's word. And that really had an impact on me because I'm like, man, that book must be really uh, intriguing or really uh, important Mm -hmm. because she reads it all the time. Mm -hmm. And so even just being in your lunchroom, reading your Bible can plant a seed with somebody and maybe they stir up conversation with you like they have with me yeah yeah all right you want to move on to the next question sure um well i guess the new question is if i may paraphrase unless you've got it right there joel but um oh, yeah you want to read the next one joel or uh, or you can john i guess okay may, may i <laughs> yeah may, may, may. Uh, um, yeah so go ahead john are, go ahead are, are we um it's uh, let me i guess i can do it for verbatim but it's um are we waiting to clean ourselves up or waiting to, get, mm-hmm. to clean up our life um get see um <laughs> can you read I, no can i think I'm, I'm on the wrong one <laughs> No. Are you waiting to clean up your life, get theologically trained, or what's to be used by God? I don't know. What Sorry, I I wrote it's it down. Word. Are you waiting to clean your life up? <laughs> clean. <laughs> yeah, 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 I know. That's good. Up. Um, get theologically trained or whatever to be used by God. I think it was supposed to be whatever or whatever. I don't, I don't know. Wait. Interesting. Shoot me. Why don't you? I wish I had a shotgun noise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We need some more sound effects on the Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm think. I'm honestly thinking about getting rid of the 
intro and outro because I can do this pretty easy on the computer and that way I have a little bit more to work with. That way I have a couple more sounds. I like it. Yeah, but anyways. Yep. Um, yeah, what were you going to say, Joel? Oh, no, I... Um we were, we were talking about, you know, if we're waiting for something to happen or clean ourselves up before mm-hmm. we can be in my, you know, have our lives in order all, all straightened out, all, all our ducks in a row before God can use us. And, um, yeah, I, I think it's, I think I, I can think of like when, you know, a couple of years ago when you first had the, uh, it was actually a growth group for evangelism and, mm-hmm. And I was, I was like trying to cram and cause I, <laughs> I, I was, you know, I, I got the, um, I got the Ray comfort book and I, I was reading, you know, Romans and yeah. I, I was like, I, I really need to like know this stuff down pat. And I, and I mean, I, I probably could have really <laughs> used a lot better knowledge of, of those techniques in the scripture before, before I went out and event. but on the other hand, I would have never been prepared. I mean, mm-hmm. if, if I would have waited until I thought, okay, now I'm ready. I've, I've got all my, yeah, I, I've got everything memorized. I've got my, my technique down. I got all my scripture ready. Well, then th- that yeah. day never would have count, come. And so I, yeah, yeah. because someone's going to always stump you with yeah. a question that you don't know about, like, and you just kind of grow in the process. So for example, when I was out there one time, this guy asked, he's like, well, you know, uh, God stone, you know, adulterous, you know, shouldn't you be doing that now? And it's like, and I didn't know how to answer him because uh, I was, just, uh, I don't know, but then, you know, what sucks. Do you ever have that moment when after someone asks you a question and you're like, I don't, I don't know. And then after they leave, oh, yeah. you know exactly what you should have said. Yeah. I, I mm. it happens to me all the time. Yeah. It happens to me on this podcast where I'm like, <laughs> I could have said that better. I could have you know said that a lot better than what I said or said it differently. But you know, I thought about, I, I thought about what that guy said. I'm like, well, yeah, but that was, um, a civil law in the old Testament. And again, not a professional theologian or biblical scholar. So don't stone me. <laughs> uh, but, um, but then you get the adulterous woman who the people want to stone in the new Testament, which we're going to eventually read in John chapter eight. And Jesus basically says, you know, all these guys continue, but condemn you, but I don't, um, you know, basically he says, you know, you guys, if you don't have any sin in you, you can, you know, let he who is without sin cast the first stone. And so, um, I don't know exactly what I was trying to say there, but all I'll say is, is, uh, when the new Testament came, that was no longer, uh, a law or a civil law that we abided to. Like that was one of the laws that was abolished by Jesus. Now, obviously there's still the moral law where, you know, you shouldn't commit adultery, but there wasn't that civil law of, we need to obey the civil law command and stone adulterous people. And so I think that's where I was going with that. Am I correct on my, my thinking there, John, do you have any, do you have any of your non-professional opinion of what I just said that could, maybe be a lot better than how I said it. I'm not going to lie to you. I was trying to find this parable and uh, it's in John eight. 
Yeah, say again. Say one more time. John 8. Uh, John 8. Yeah. John 8, you know. No, no, I was trying to find a different parable, but oh. yes. Yeah, say what you were you said real quick. I said that so the guy brought up mm-hmm. that uh, you know, why is it in the New Testament that you know, or he, I think he asked, you know, why don't you Christians, you know, you know, shouldn't you just be stoning, you know, people who are in adultery? I mean, that's oh. just messed up. And I said, well, I didn't say this to him, but I wish I would. I said, well, there's a civil law in the Old Testament where, yes, that's what they did. But Jesus uh, came and he um, abolished all those laws obviously except the moral laws we still abide to the moral laws but you know we don't stone people anymore for committing adultery like Mm -hmm. they did in the old testament because i mean in john 8 the perfect example of the woman caught in adultery where jesus um doesn't stone her but actually gives her grace and says go sin no more and uh the other guys they couldn't stone her because they too have sinned and mm. most likely probably have committed adultery because, mm. you know, let's face it, it takes two to tango. So, um, yeah. And so that's all I was trying to say was that, you know, that that part of the law has been abolished. We don't stone because Jesus abolished that law, but we still uphold the moral law of not committing adultery. Does that make sense? I don't know if I'm I, making I, sense I see there. where you're going. I, I, I would just, I would for me and I'm, I'm not a professional either yeah, so yeah. we're just playing with ideas but I would say I don't think he would have, he abolished that law he fulfilled it yeah. okay he fulfilled it yeah, he, okay. he brought That's it to fruition I mean. yeah. like what is that law all about because like, he what, took yeah. on okay yeah Thank what you. is it all Thank about you for clarifying yeah, that. He, I was wrong in that yeah I get yeah he fulfilled that law mm-hmm. but we no longer abide by that law because he took that con- condemnation on himself yeah that okay right because her life would have led there to death go. right and yeah, it did exactly. and it did lead to death um but with christ right you know and with a changed heart right it doesn't need to lead to death anymore right yeah no that life will but you know, when you repent and you turn away from that as that woman and he asked that woman yeah to repent and turn away you know anyways okay yeah yep. okay i just i didn't mean abolish a man uh, yeah, he didn't come to he didn't come to create a new religion. He came to to complete it. Right. Yes, to right. be yeah. Okay. Well, anyways, I was yeah. Those that what were we talking about? We were, um, we were talking about <laughs> what was um, the question about cleaning cleaning <laughs> what podcast we on <laughs> cleaning oneself up before coming yeah. to um yeah. Oh, and so Joel was talking about, you know, yeah. trying to get uh, to do evangelism and yeah, we don't know everything. In fact, when you do start talking with people about Jesus, you're going to find really quick that you don't know as much as you think you do, mm-hmm. oh. especially with kids. Oh yeah. And it's, you know, with coworkers or people that you meet, like they're going to bring up questions. You're going to be like, I do not know. Like, you know, and yeah and or or like your pastor says lead a, lead a huddle and then all of a sudden you're in front of a bunch of people and be like i don't even know what i'm talking about uh, <laughs> why am i why, why am i here <laughs> you guys are really, uh, but we we applaud you john hey. we really do we applaud you um 
So one, I wanted to talk real quick because I like I, when I was daydreaming here. I wasn't really daydreaming. I was trying to find this parable of the banquet, um, of the, the the banquet of the man who who sends a servant to get people to come to the banquet. Uh-huh. And it's kind of I kind of thought about this of this cleaning up, and I feel like a lot of us are this. I can't. I can't come because I just, you know, in, in the story, he tells a story. He's like, well, I can't. And, and these people, they show lots of, uh, lots of, um, Good reasons why they can't mm-hmm. come. I, mean, I just bought a field, right? right. I can't, oh, I can't yeah, just leave yeah, the field. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I just bought some oxen. My I parents got, I are still alive. I'll, you know, yeah. 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 I, my, you know, I have to bury my, my parents or something. I can't go. Mm-hmm. And and I think, um, and obviously, I think this parable. He's he's really talking about those who 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 were invited to the banquet and they didn't come mm-hmm. for these different reasons mm-hmm. and stuff. And I think for us, a lot of times, is we're invited to to do what we were made to do, but we oftentimes say, "Well, I'm not ready. I I, I haven't done this yet." I haven't reached mm-hmm. a stable spot. I haven't gone this. And oftentimes, you know, we, we need to, we, we have that decision. And oftentimes we choose ourselves. And yeah. what we should choose is say yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'll, sh- I'll show up. I'll work. Yeah. You know. And here I am, like Isaiah said. Here I am, Lord. Here I am. Yeah. And, and oftentimes we say, well, it's not a convenient time. It's not a good time. Um, I... Trying to get a promotion at work. Um, I'm really busy with that. I don't really have time to 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 serve. You know, you know, on on the weekends or something like that. I don't know. You can yeah, maybe yeah. go go. You don't even want. But I just th- th- that parable really like popped into my mind when I was thinking about us trying to clean ourselves up. And I know that that question is more designed of like you know the sin in your life, well, kind of like I, yeah. the woman at the well. But that, no, that's a good point mm-hmm. too. With you know waiting around like ah, you know what I'll go you know do this whole kingdom building thing when the kids are gone and yeah. out of the house mm-hmm. or i get this promotion at work and now i get a little bit more stable I'm financially stable you know, i'm out of, i'm yeah. out of college yeah. and i don't have any more classes yeah. and then there's just one thing after another and it never comes and 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 the other thing the other yeah. point i wanted to make was more of on that the idea of the cleaning yourself up before you can go to god um which i think uh, at least i i just i struggle with that when i was young uh, the idea of like okay so you know i was i was very very religious for a little bit you know and i felt good i can go to church and then i would screw up and then i was yeah. like oh i kind of kind of go off now you have to go back I, clean yeah. yourself up and then right. come back it's like mm-hmm. but, it's, but i an, yeah. i analyze that right what what really is that um and right. really if you really think about it that is a that is a control issue yeah and you are putting yourself into control so you are saying to yourself i'm in control of this relationship and so yes you held some standard right mm-hmm. i um punished myself <laughs> i removed mm-hmm. myself i cleaned myself up now you owe me to come back to you. And so now you're putting yourselves above into this relationship. And now it's a power It's a, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a form of, of, of you gaining power over, over God. Right. Hmm. Whereas God reaches us to a point where we, we have no grounds to put ourselves. Um, we, we have done nothing to deserve his grace. Yeah. Yep. Now I got, I got an idea. Yeah. I want to see if Scott will pick up and answer this last question for us. All right? Uh, no, we should uh, we should warn him before we call him. Oh heck, no! I'm a. <laughs> it's dinner time. He's probably eating well, dinner. Well, you know, family. it probably is dinner time. <laughs> oh, uh, hmm. darn! I was hoping he would answer so we can do that last question of has Have you guys ever witnessed someone 
be basically not a Christian, be a Christian. No matter who it was. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm trying to think for my own self. I would maybe like to say my grandpa uh, because I know he, he was a believer most of his life. And then the last probably like five years, he gave his life to Christ. And though there was, um, you know, there's still some stuff wrong with them. Uh, but it, like from what my mom said was there was a, a huge change in them mm. uh, those last five years. So I would, no, no, that's not me. Darn. What? Have you? Have yeah, Joel, have yeah. you? Yeah, go, yeah. Joel. Um, I was thinking about that. I, you know, I've had, um, like some of my, some of my, uh, well, I, I have a stepbrother that, um, you know, I've seen, I've watched him. He, I mean, he, he's had, I won't, you know, go into detail, but he's, he's had problems in his life. And, um, I, he's, I've, he's accepted Christ and he, you know, that, that didn't, that didn't take away all his, his earthly problems, but it, mm -hmm. it's still, it, it's, it's cool to, yeah, know, know somebody it's like, well, they're, you know, not, not everything becomes easy and, and not, not everything in your life just magically becomes solved and, and oh, perfect yeah, no. when, when you accept, nope, nope. accept Christ. But it's, it's just really, it's just really cool to, to, I don't know, just like, know, know that, you know, one of your family members is, is a believer now and they didn't, they weren't. Yeah. And, and I mean, I, I can see how, how Christ were, is at work in their life and in his life. And so, yeah, it's, um, I've, I've seen it. it it's, it's, a, it's good. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Johnny boy? <laughs> um, well, maybe one person, but you know, this person has always been such a gentle and amazing person that, you know, he just, um, when we were young, when we, we were, I had a group of friends in high school that we just did everything together every, every day. We yeah. had one of each other's house after school, you know, weekends, you know, we're always doing something together. And, I, and um, he was a pretty staunch, um, atheist well i don't want to say atheist but more of the you know agnostic agnostic like pretty vocal about it and uh you know we had discussions about it and we quickly learned that it was just something we wouldn't talk about right but we like the same music and um let me guess nickelback no no, <laughs> no I, I, yeah we were listening to you know a lot of like the christian rock at the time you know oh, it was okay, very it all makes it makes me cringe now but anyways it was <laughs> good it was great at the time um but I remember him calling me once, um, out of the blue, we had lost contact, you know, as you get older, you know, you, you, you can go separate ways and he, he became a Christian and I just thought that was just so cool. Yeah. And he would, and, and for me, it wasn't me. I didn't do anything. I, I was a horrible probably. Uh, anyways, it wasn't me. Um, but he did remember listening to the music that we listened to and shared with each mm -hmm. other in our friends group. Yeah. Um, and I just thought that was cool. Mm -hmm. Um, because you know, I just, it just hearing the, the joy 
in his in his life and and just seeing his wonderful family that he has now and his his wonderful kids and how how much of a provider and and his strength uh, of a of a dad now and and how much you know Christ has impacted him it's just been it was just a really cool thing. I still think about it to this day you know I just you know it's just really cool to see where he's going and and um, I just wish blessings on his his family so mm. nice. Mm. Yeah, no, I like hearing those stories. Um, you know, before we go, I just have to applaud John here. Woo! Applaud John because guess it, guys, you don't even, you haven't even heard what he said yet, or what you know about. What's that? But, but you like recommended the men we need to all the guys in your department. Now I think that's worthy of a clap, <laughs> yeah, John. Yeah. I think go, that's man. worthy because. I don't know. I just, I think that was I don't think any of them are going to listen to it, but I'm going to bug them about it because I'm one of those that like, if I get excited about something and and I'm like, I'd get something out of it. And usually it's now, you know, theological books. And I'm lucky to have a friend like Clark because I can, he also gets excited about theological concepts and stuff. So we can talk to each other about it. But, um, you know, I like, so I share it with everybody and I'm sure I have friends at work or coworkers who are just like, goodness sakes, dude, I'm not listening to your Christian book, but I'm I'm like, listen to it. It's amazing. It's going to blow your mind. Um, It's just so great because it's just a book that every man needs to read. And it's a book that every single woman should read to know which man or what kind of man she should marry. Um, And it's hilarious. And it's, it really is. I've never laughed so hard at the intro have you read it yet i i just ordered it yesterday okay. and so yeah you oh. you guys should yeah. listen to the brant and sherry podcast mm. i sent you it's really good i mean it's it's about 15 20 minutes long each episode and they just do a bunch of different funny bits and mm. he's hilarious so I, I i recommend it it's definitely going to be one of those that's going to pop on my audible queue you know th- at least once a year you know just oh yeah to i'm it and, i'm gonna probably read it once mm. a year because it's just a great reminder it's, it's also not the greatest as in like you know you realize that you're not doing such a great job sometimes <laughs> being a man <laughs> like you know as you should so it's, it was been ver- it's been a very convicting book for me as well yeah um but like a good convicting you know you know so so i've really enjoyed that part of it as well so yeah yeah no i it's one of my favorite all-time top favorite books so you know outside of the bible of course (laughs) so well are you guys ready to end it we got that's an hour and nine minutes yeah yeah i want to hear that outro music. all right here's the outro minute or music all right guys well thank you for joining the wrestling with god podcast we will be back with you next week god willing god bless and peace be with you peace out peace you don't got anything to say, Joel? No, yeah. See you next time. Wow. So, so, the music is so emotional. It is. Dun, 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 dun. It's inspiring. Like, yeah. Dude, I mean, the whole thing, you know. It's like at church when, like, you know, it's about the end of the sermon because they get out there and they play, like, the piano and they go, ding, ding, ding. It's like, it's like. <laughs> <laughs>